0: Bismillah rahman rahim Ladies and gentlemen, assalamu alaikum and welcome to the inaugural edition of Spectrum. You may be aware that India and the United States of America recently signed the Basic Exchange and Cooperation Agreement, or BECA, for short, which will help India get real-time access to American geospatial intelligence to enhance the accuracy of automated systems and weapons, such as missiles and armed drones. To discuss this issue from a Pakistani perspective, I'm joined by Dr. Adil Sultan, Acting Dean and Head of the Department of Aerospace Sciences and Security Studies at Air University in Islamabad. Dr. Sultan is a former visiting fellow at Stimson Center, the International Institute for Strategic Studies and Department of War Studies at King's College London. Dr. Adil, thank you for giving me your time and it's a pleasure to have you. Thank you. Uh, So, we'll begin straight away with the first question, uh, Dr. Sultan. Um, You see, uh, before uh, we proceed with the questions, uh, I would like to inform the audience, including the um, listeners to the podcast, that uh, Dr. Sultan recently wrote a commentary on Bika from his perspective for his website Strategic Foresight for Asia, strafasia.com. The link to that commentary can be found in the description of our YouTube video. Yeah, you can access it and read his perspective in detail. The purpose of this program is to build further on that commentary. Sir, my first question to you is Indian media reported in January, 2019, that the defense research and development organization, DRDO of India and the Indian Air Force, IAF, they were apprehensive of signing Bika due to, I quote, concerns over sharing Indian terrain mapping with the US and vice versa, unquote. So do you think that the current turnaround, which has just taken place just little, little over a year, is that derived from military strategic concerns, or uh, is it more of a political and diplomatic assertiveness?
1: Thank you, Zaki, uh, for raising this question. I think it's more to do with politics, uh, not a te- uh, technical issue or a military concern and there is a history uh, behind that and I'll just elaborate. If you see once India and the United States they were negotiating or entering into this strategic partnership, the BJP leadership which was in opposition at that time, there was staunch opponent of any such deal which will provide greater access ex- ex- to United States into the US or into the Indian military system. So that was the concern. So it was, again, politics. But after 15 years now, uh, we we see that same BJP is now spearheading or championing this cause of strategic partnership with the United States. So these DRDOs or other entities which are raising concerns, they use it for bargaining with the United States or with any other entity to get more concessions or to show that they are more concerned about their security. In fact, they are requesting the United States to give access to this kind of information, which they think would be useful against China and Pakistan. So it is in their interest. But as a bargaining tactic, they continue to raise these issues that they don't want to give up their autonomy. But in fact, they have given up their strategic autonomy. India will share with United States the kind of information which they term as classified and United States which already had that kind of access we have seen in Doklam, we saw in Ladakh the information sharing arrangement with the uh, Indians by the United States uh, the, there was no formal arrangement but the United States was sharing that information and probably Indians found out that it is very useful for them for the future military operations and that's how probably they Um, uh, mellowed down their opposition and they have entered into this agreement. So largely it's more to do with politics, the way BJP plays with this kind of things, And they also want to benefit from U.S. technology or U.S. information or satellite imageries or signal information or the classified information that they say. They want to benefit uh, to have better situational awareness against China and Pakistan both. So that's the whole context, I think, uh, in which they are making these statements. Uh, But they also want to tell the domestic audience that they have negotiated very hard and they have catered for all Indian concerns or Indian security concerns, and they're not going to share anything. But in fact, in reality, I think this information exchange would be on the basis of reciprocity. Uh, If the United States is going to share certain information, they will also extract information from the Indian side. But since both are poised towards common adversary that is China for now probably they will um, go along but for us the major concern is that similar kind of information exchange can also be used against Pakistan so that's the problem that we see uh, for now.
0: That's very interesting and history has been very ironic for India which uh, as you just pointed out the BJP as a political party had Uh, more than a decade ago been uh, vociferously opposed to any sort of uh, close strategic engagement between um, the US and Indian defense establishments and now we see that uh, they've just uh, scuttled uh, the arrangement to uh, in their bid to perhaps uh, try to uh, gain some sort of an operational advantage over China in the uh, ongoing tussle with them. Uh, Speaking of uh, trying to uh, assure domestic audiences and speaking of the fact that uh, the US also will have the sort of ingress in Indian systems. Uh, coming to the next question, there was a recent commentary published by uh, prominent Indian defense analyst Mr. Praveen Sauni. He lambasted the signing of Bika and he's, he actually prefers that it gives the US capability to modify Indian military data sets, distort information and even According to what he um, asserts that they're in a position to maybe uh, completely um, interrupt any sort of uh, commands being executed and the logic bombs, etc. And uh, the arguments put forth by him might be debatable. But do you believe that um, American Ingress could uh, maybe keep tabs on Indian military adventurism itself against Pakistan, perhaps?
1: In theory, yes. Uh, Praveen is a very well-respected analyst and uh, listened to uh, by a serious audience in Pakistan and India. His commentary is of value every time, Uh, but I don't think so. Uh, That's that's the major issue over here because, uh, like we uh, talked before, India has negotiated with the United States and they will definitely uh, take into consideration these interests in the end it is in india's interest to have that kind of arrangement with the united states and we also have to see why would united states indulge in something which is not in its own interest because at the moment united states wants to build india's prowess, military uh, power against china and it is helping it so they wouldn't do anything which would antagonize indians they would like to support that but if there are in future, like he, say, he talks about the capability and not the intent, but if India has decided to become a strategic partner and play that role, frontline role against China on behalf of the United States, and if they think that's the, that's the primary their security driver at the moment, uh, so these concerns then become secondary what kind of uh, sabotage or what kind of information that the United States military can extract from India. Probably they uh, they already have the potential to uh, get that kind of information. But through these arrangements, I think uh, uh, the Indian uh, interlocutors, they must have catered for this kind of uh, stopgap arrangement where uh, this kind of information, which they think would be uh, sensitive they won't be sharing that kind of information. But at the moment, the political interest, the military interest, apparently they are aligned. So these concerns, and again, if you refer to back to the previous question, there were people who, once India US nuclear cooperation agreement was being negotiated with the United States, they came up with so much technical compl- complexities and they said probably India has given up uh, on its um, uh, strategic autonomy and India would be forced to sign CTBT, India would be forced to declare all these facilities and it will be forced to give access to their nuclear uh, facilities. Nothing of that sort happened, because whenever such arrangements are negotiated, there would always be opposing groups, and there would always be people questioning the logic of having that kind of transparency or arrangement. So, Praveen, like I said, his analysis on the current crisis, the previous crisis on India's um, technology, shortfalls, those are relevant, but he also has been a strong critique of India's military, especially General Bipin Rawat over the last few months on uh, the handling of Indian military, this crisis against China. So these uh, comments also reflect his uneasiness, the way Indian military and in the Indian leadership, they are uh, getting closer to the United States. So probably that is also important. But. I, I do take into consideration because uh, his analysis are very insightful, and he talks something and he brings out the deficiencies in India's uh, military hierarchy and also their uh, technical deficiencies against China.
0: But so um, just to um, to have your quick thoughts on um, the ending part of my question, which is related to Mr. Sauni's piece. If, for example, do you think there is a plausible scenario to assume that now that the U.S. military has uh, ingress uh, into India's data sets, that that could uh, maybe prove some sort of uh, um, uh, give some sort of surety that uh, it won't be misused against Pakistan for uh, aggressive targeting, etc., or is that something which is um, uh, beyond any discussion at this point?
1: I don't uh, think so. uh, uh, India would term it as a misuse. Uh, Once they have this kind of information, they will use against China and Pakistan both. So that's their intent. And uh, as a matter of fact, this kind of information or the uh, data that they will acquire from the United States, it is most likely to be used against Pakistan, less towards China, Uh, because of reasons we know that China is a much bigger power, india cannot afford to engage in a military conflict with china we have seen during the recent crisis but the kind of doctrine that india is contemplating or there are uh, there are temptations for counterforce strike against pakistan so this data is useful in that kind of scenario where india would have better situational awareness to plan surgical strikes to plan counterforce strikes whether they do it or not but having that capability as a deterrent against Pakistan, it is also in India's interest. Indeed. On the other side, if you talk about data set, the province's concern on uh, getting access to India's uh, data set, uh, why would they do it, first? Because this arrangement is about getting information from the United States space-based assets and other infrastructure the classified information that India's space-based asset could not acquire, so they are now looking at United States that they will be able to get access to. Uh, I don't think so that's a concern that the United States would be. And lastly, we don't know the exact details because this arrangement, what, what we are talking about, the outcome or the likely outcome or the implications of these agreements because of the exchange of information, but nitty-gritty is have not been made public. So, what kind of ingress the United States would have into India's data sets and how they can misuse it against India? I think those are uh, assumptions at the moment because the details have not been made uh, public by the Indian military, and I don't think so. Those would be made public in the future, also. That's a classified arrangement between the two countries. So, we don't know what kind of information or in as a gesture of reciprocity india may have agreed to provide the information uh, i don't know uh, and i don't think so that it would be made public in the near future also.
0: if we move beyond this bilateral arrangement and this bilateral understanding uh, towards the larger regional sphere obviously as you mentioned that china is indeed a, a point of convergence for uh, indo us strategic interests If we talk about Russia, which is India's, uh, one of its main defense suppliers and uh, one of its core strategic allies, at least traditionally, uh, India has been trying to balance its relations with Russia for the past many years, especially since President, uh, former President Barack Obama's pivot to Asia strategy. And the Russians, uh, the commentary which has appeared thus far suggests that there are some sort of apprehensions in the Russian establishment. From time to time, we have seen that India has tried to keep up and buy further equipment from Russia to alleviate any such concerns. Recently, um, I came across this report which mentioned that India uh, has placed an order for 21 additional MiG-29 jets and 12 additional Sukhoi-30 MKIs from Russia. And during this financial year, so we're talking 2020 to 2021. Um, so obviously, you can understand that they're trying to, to to assure the Russians that we are still interested in your hardware and uh, we are not. We have not completely tilted to the US. That's what the uh, uh, effort seems to be hinting at. But uh, in your view, um, will these procurements be enough to alleviate any concerns that Russia might have on Bika? Obviously, that element cannot be ignored.
1: I don't think so, Russians have much concerns about uh, exchange of information or proliferation of information, because they sold S-400 to India, uh, knowing the fact that India has formally moved towards the United States or in the U.S. camp, military alliance. So uh, still they sold it, because they sold it for uh, economic gains. Uh, these concerns are more voiced by the United States than any other technology, operated or coupled with the Western technology that might give information to the Russians or the Chinese. So these are concerns mostly from the United States side of the Western uh, suppliers. Uh, Russia, uh, we have not seen Russia voicing any such concern that if they sell S-400 and that technology or information uh, would be shared with the United States, Uh, that's not the concern. I think they sell it just because if somebody can pay the money, they will sell it. Uh, but on the right states, it is something different. They, they bind it with certain conditions, they uh, precondition their sales, what kind of information or how they, these weapons can be used uh, by their uh, buyers, so don't, don't, that's the general trend. And we have seen that Russia has been uh, the, selling uh, submarine technology, we have seen the BrahMos technology which india is now building up into hypersonic weapons and we we have seen as 400 so all those things and nuclear power reactors that russia has been setting but we haven't heard from the russian side the kind of concerns often voiced by united states and limitations imposed by the united states on the technology that they supply to their buyers uh, so that's how these two powers operate uh, so I don't think Russians would be much concerned if India can buy anything from Russia as long as they will they will, they will be happy to supply it uh, without such preconditions.
0: Indeed. Well, and these were some very interesting insights and I'm sure the audience must have gained some valuable um, perspectives from it as well. Dr. Adil Sultan, I'd like to thank you uh, for giving us your time for this program. And once again, I'd like to request the audience, you can check out the description of the YouTube video and uh, directly read Dr. Adil Sultan's commentary on Bika uh, on strafasia.com. Um, thank you for joining us.